0: Section 11 of Bowser the Hound by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 21 Bowser Becomes a Prisoner. There is no one in all the great world more faithful than a faithful dog. Bowser the Hound Bowser the Hound was a prisoner. Yes, sir, Bowser was a sure enough prisoner. But there is a great difference in prisons. Bowser was a prisoner of kindness. It seems funny that kindness should ever make anyone a prisoner, but it is so sometimes. You see, it was this way. When Bowser had been taken into that strange farmhouse, he had been so used up that he had had only strength enough to very feebly wag his tail. Right away, the people in that farmhouse knew what had happened to Bowser. That is, they knew part of what had happened to him. They knew that he had been lost and had somehow hurt one leg. They were very, very good to him. They fed him and made a comfortable bed for him and rubbed something on the leg which he had hurt and which had swollen. Almost right away after eating, Bowser went to sleep and slept and slept and slept. It was the very best thing he could have done. The next day he felt a whole lot better, but he was so stiff and lame that he could hardly move. He didn't try very much he was petted and cared for quite as tenderly as he would have been at his own home. So several days passed, and Bowser was beginning to feel more like himself. The more he felt like himself, the more he wanted to go home. It wasn't that there he would receive any greater kindness than he was now receiving, but home is home, and there is no place like it. So Bowser began to be uneasy. This dog doesn't belong anywhere around here said the man of the house, I know every hound for miles around, and I never have seen this one before. He has come a long distance. It will not do to let him go, for he will try to find his way home, and the chances are that he will again get lost. We must keep him in the house, or chained up. Perhaps some day we may be able to find his owner. If not, we will keep him. I am sure he will soon become contented here." Now that man knew dogs. Had Bowser had the chance, he would have done exactly what that man had said. He would have tried to find his way home, and he hadn't the least idea in the world in which direction home lay. But he didn't get the chance to try. When he was allowed to run out of doors, it was always with someone to watch him. He was petted and babied and made a great deal of, but he knew all the time that he was a prisoner. He knew that if he was to get away at all, he would have to sneak away, and somehow there never seemed a chance to do this. He was grateful to these kindly people, but down in his heart was a great longing for Farmer Brown's boy and home. He always felt this longing just a wee bit stronger when Blacky the crow passed over and called. Chapter 22 Farmer Brown's boy looks in vain. Loyalty is priceless, and is neither sold nor bought. Alas, how few who seem to know its value as they ought. Bowser the Hound As I have told you, Farmer Brown's boy had been all about the neighborhood, asking at each farmhouse if anything had been seen of Bowser. Of course, nothing had been seen of him, and so, at last, Farmer Brown's boy felt sure that something dreadful had happened to Bowser in the woods." For several days he tramped through the green forest and up through the old pasture, looking for signs of Bowser. His heart was heavy, for you know Bowser was quite one of the family. He visited every place he could think of where he and Bowser had hunted together. He knew that by this time Bowser couldn't possibly be alive if he had been caught by a foot in a trap or had met with an accident in the woods. He had quite given up all hope of ever seeing Bowser alive again, but he did want to know just what had happened to him, and so he kept searching and searching. One day Farmer Brown's boy heard that a strange dog had been found over in the next township. That afternoon he drove over there, his heart filled with great hope. But he had his long ride for nothing, for when he got there he found that the strange dog was not Bowser at all. Meanwhile, Old Man Coyote and Reddy Fox and Old Granny Fox had become very bold. They even came up around the henyard in broad daylight. "'I believe you know something about what has become of Bowser,' Farmer Brown's boy said as he chased Old Man Coyote away one day. "'You certainly know that he isn't home, and I more than suspect that you know why he isn't home. I certainly shall have to get another dog to teach you not to be so bold.' but somehow Farmer Brown's boy couldn't bring himself quite to taking such a step as getting a new dog. He felt that no other dog ever could take Bowser's place, and in spite of the fact that he thought he had given up all hope of ever seeing Bowser again, way down deep inside was something which, if it were not hope, was something enough like it to keep him from getting another dog in Bowser's place. Whenever he went about away from home, he kept an eye out for dogs in the farmyards he passed. He did it without really thinking anything about it. He had given up hope of finding Bowser, yet he was always looking for him. End of section 11